This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 276. Ham Fest Challenges, recorded live on Thursday, October 14th, 2021. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Michael Coulter, WHCI. Michael Colley with this new call sign, W4ORL, and Mark Brown, N4BCD. And we'll take your calls live a little later in the show. Uh, last week, Dr. Scott Wright, K0MD, was here to talk about how to get started in contesting. So if you missed that show, uh, you can listen anytime by going to hamtalklive.com. Um, or you can find it on your favorite podcast app, or you can also uh, listen to it on YouTube, and you can catch the rebroadcast of uh, Ham Talk Live every Saturday afternoon at about 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time over on WTWW Shortwave. That's 5085 on your AM dial. And so thanks to them for carrying the show. And... Um, here tonight, uh, if you're listening live, um, you'll be able to give us a call. So get your questions ready to go for these three. Um, I'll give you the phone number here in just a second so you can write it down, type it in, uh, have it ready to go. But uh, we'll talk to them for a little bit first. Uh, that phone number is 859 982 7373. Again, 859-982-7373. You can also tweet us. It's at HamTalkLive on Twitter, and you can uh, comment on Spreaker as well if you're logged in there. And I'll be back with Michael, Michael, and Mark right after this word from ICOM America right here on HamTalkLive. Contest remotely or from the comfort of your own home. ICOM has the perfect base station ready for action. The IC9700, IC7610, and IC7300 SDR transceivers are top of the line and are the first choice for contesters across the globe. Robust base stations like these cut through pileups, letting you work the bands and record those contacts. Stay connected remotely with the RSBA1 app and keep your competitive contesting edge with ICOM. Heard it. Worked it, logged it. 
IC7851 gives you a new window into the RF world and is HF excellence unparalleled with faster processors, high input gain, high display resolution, and a cleaner signal. It is truly the pinnacle of HF perfection. It has dual receivers, digital IF filters, a memory keyer, digital voice recorder, a high resolution spectrum waterfall display, enhanced PC connectivity, and an SD card slot. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR can pick out the faintest of signals even in the presence of stronger adjacent ones. The IC7610 from ICOM is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has RF direct sampling, 110 dB RMDR, independent dual receivers, and dual digicel. And the IC9700, you can create your own band opening with it. This transceiver radio brings direct sampling to the UHF-VHF weak signal world. This all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features that are sure to help keep you busy. Faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. It has a 4.3 inch color touchscreen, real time spectrum scope, and waterfall smooth satellite operation with 99 satellite channels with dual watch operation and full duplex operation in satellite mode. Visit slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. This is your announcer, Andy Morrison, K9AWM. Why else would I be talking like this? You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Tonight, Michael Coulter, W8CI. Michael Cauley, W4ORL, and Mark Brown, N4BCD, all join us on the Orlando Amateur Radio Club and Hamcation Hotline. Michael Coulter, W8CI, is the official spokesperson of the Dayton Hamvention. Uh, Mike resides in Xenia, Ohio, and is past president of the Dayton Amateur Radio Association and former Hamvention general chairman back in 2011 and 12. Uh, currently the treasurer and a board member of DARA and the finance chair for Hamvention. Michael Colley, W4ORL, is the chairman of the Orlando Hamcation. Uh, he served for seven years as the tailgate chairman, six years as the IT chairman, and a year as finance chairman, and he's been doing the uh, the general chair for quite a while here now. And Hamcation, of course, is sponsored by the Orlando Amateur Radio Club. And Mark Brown, N4BCDs, chairman of the Huntsville Hamfest. Uh, Mark works at uh, one of the high-tech government uh, contracting firms there in Huntsville, Alabama. And uh, he's been the president of the North Alabama DX Club, uh, the Huntsville Amateur Radio Club, and is a member of both the Tennessee and Alabama contest groups. So, uh, guys, it's, it's great to have you all back again on the show together uh, to talk a little bit about some ham fest. So, good evening. Good evening, Michael. And uh, Michael and, uh, and Neil. Yep, good evening, everyone. Yes, evening. So yeah, we we just do Michael squared. I think is, is that way we get both of them in here. Well, we're going to start off with Mark uh, because Huntsville uh, did take place 
um, in August. And so uh, that's kind of the latest news. So we're going to start with Mark. So, so I know, you know, there were more challenges. Uh, the, the, uh, the, um, variants of, of COVID-19, uh, the uh, virus that causes it, I should say, uh, have been kind of up and down and, and so kind of caught a, a bad time there, but you were able to still, uh, go ahead. So tell us how things went and, and, uh, what were some of the challenges of, of making that work? Well, Neil, uh, uh, thanks for, thanks for having us all on the show tonight. Uh, we uh, we had a we had an interesting year, all of us, uh, as far as uh, as far as Hamfest. We uh, you know started back in January. Uh, normally we start uh, uh, much earlier than that, but uh, with COVID and everything, uh, back in January we had more questions than answers, and uh, so we we queried our, our Von Braun Center and uh, Embassy Suites, our partners, and uh, a non-binding survey of the vendors, and uh, you know. The indicators that we, we heard back, the answers we heard back from the BBC, uh, the Von Braun Center, the indicators were positive. There was pent-up demand by the, uh, by the vendors, uh, by the visitors. Uh, the vaccine rollout was, uh, was occurring nationally. Uh, the infection rates were going down. Um, the BBC told us uh, the relaxed uh, social distancing rules uh, for an indoor mass gathering uh, were such that uh, we were able to plan uh, 12-foot aisles, um, one of the big enablers was them uh, allowing us to use extra space in the in the South Hall, so that we could spread things out uh, safely. And so when we when we got all that stuff back together around February fifteenth, uh, the declining curve in the infections, uh, we we announced uh, in a press release that we were go for launch. And I think I sh- I appeared on your show uh, just a few weeks later to talk about this. And uh, all summer things went really well. And then, uh, and then around, of course, July, around July 20th, uh, the Delta variant of uh, COVID-19 uh, started to rear its ugly head, and uh, it was a pretty steep slope, and everybody was getting very concerned. Uh, by then, uh, pretty much the train had left the station, so we, we focused on what we could do to maintain a safe and successful event, because uh, everybody's travel plans were set, uh, we had booked... Uh, uh, the uh, the venue and it was just one of those things we couldn't we couldn't stop the train at that point and uh, it was a it was a very busy a very tumultuous uh, couple of weeks prior to the uh, prior to the event uh, but you know when I stood in the spiral staircase out outside the uh, South Hall in in the what we call the pre function hallway and saw the Saturday morning crowd and uh, I thought. Darn it, we we made it. it it's this is going to work. Uh, we had a great crowd, and uh, we opened the doors at nine o'clock, and it was uh, it was a great ham fest. Uh, we uh, we had a few vendors that uh, that pulled out prior to the event, but uh, for those that were there, they had uh, very good sales. Uh, the forums were were very crowded. We had a bunch of YouTubers that that were there telling uh, uh, many of them their first time to uh, to Huntsville. And they uh, they covered the event uh, very well for us. Uh, the league had a huge presence. Uh, uh, Bob Enderbitson and several others from headquarters. Uh, um, I can't recall the guys. Uh, the the new president. Uh, he was there. It was uh, Rick Roderick was there with his wife Holly. Uh, several uh, several folks from the league. The uh, Delta Division director, 
the Southeastern Division director. So we had a good league presence. Uh, so we, uh, you know, we pulled it off. Uh, the the uh, the youth lounge was a little more visible this year because we uh, we kind of changed things around, and it was uh, it was a huge success. Uh, we uh, we we had uh, help with Fle- from Flex Radio with uh, with a company called uh, um, Remote Ham Radio, where they set up uh, a couple of uh, uh, remote stations where people could. Uh, could get on the air controlling a station remotely. And uh, so the Youth Lounge was was just an unqualified success this year uh, because it was more visible. And that's that's a lesson learned for us that uh, that we're going to we're going to continue to try to do that, because uh, I think we estimated one hundred and twenty five kids went through the Youth Lounge on Saturday and Sunday. And I know, Neil, you you're very, very heavily involved with uh, the the the. uh, youth uh, youth camp for uh, for the kids, and uh, maybe you'll talk some more about that. But uh, we're already looking forward to uh, to Orlando in February, uh, uh, Dayton, of course, in May, and uh, we're already planning Huntsville Hamfest 2022. So uh, we we did say, take some time off afterwards to uh, to decompress, but uh, we just had our first meeting uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, we're already planning for uh, for 2022. Uh, back to you, Neil. All right, yeah, I, I got some uh, live reports from the youth lounge. <laughs> now that we've got this community of of young hams uh, in Yoda, uh, we, we we get live updates on online uh, all the time, and uh, so we we saw what was going on down there. I know we sent some uh, banners and some stickers and and some uh, drawstring bags and some stuff. Uh, to give away down there, and um, I know they they uh, were very happy to to put that on. So, sounds like uh, like things went as well as they as they could. I know, uh, you know, like like you said, there were some people who you know felt like they had to uh, to cancel out, and and you know that's that's where we are right now. So, hopefully, things will will uh, continue to uh, improve. Um, so what I want to do right now is just kind of go around the horn and, and um, Michael uh, Colley, let's start with you since since you're the, the next up chronologically here um, about what the challenges are and, and you know you can even talk about what you did um, last year you know to uh, during the weekend of uh, what was supposed to be hamcation. Um, and then, you know, some of the challenges that, that you're having to plow through here for, uh, hopefully 2022. Yeah. Uh, first let me congratulate Mark on a, a wonderful show. Hamcation was there with a booth and he was right when the doors open pretty much for the first, I would say four hours, we were nonstop at our booth, um, our booth was actually one of two booths you saw right when you walked in the door. So we got everybody right when they come in. And uh, it was very crowded, very good show, uh, large aisles. Everybody was uh, safely uh, distanced, uh, stuff like that in there. So it was an excellent show. A uh, round of applause to uh, Mark and his group for uh, actually holding probably the only large ham fest in 2021. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. 
So, um, as for our event, um, uh, we did hold a, um, a virtual ham fest. Um, it went very well. Uh, it was very well perceived. Everybody, uh, loved all the, um, the forms that we did online that we made available to everybody. Um, so everybody loved the prizes that we give out. Um, so, uh, that pretty much kept our name, uh, out there for, uh, 2021. Uh, but we're in full swing for 2022. It is our 75th show and it will be the ARL national convention, uh, for 2022. Um, so right now, uh, we're pretty much getting everything booked up. All the hotels are, uh, we partnered with them already. Everything is live on the website. Um, some of the things, um, I know one thing you asked, some of the things that we're running into, um, I'll put this out there for everybody that's planning ham fest coming up. Um, make sure that you, um, get everything booked early. Um, they haven't been shows for so long, um, People are going back to having shows now and the availability of stuff, equipment, uh, trying to get equipment in. Um, the other big thing that uh, our shows are going to run into now is availability of prizes. It's very hard to get some of these ham radios because there's none in stock anywhere. Uh, so these are things, the challenges we're going to run into, especially for our event, and I'm pretty sure uh, – Hopefully, it'll be a lot better by the time uh, Hamvention gets here, but it could be something they could run into is just availability of everything yet. Um, and the other thing that uh, you really have to look out for now is the availability of volunteers. Uh, with the virus still out there, and I don't see it being gone by February, um, just got to make sure uh, volunteers feel safe to come out and uh, make sure you have enough volunteers for everything. Um so, um, that's pretty much it for us. Um, there is a couple, um, new things, uh, that we are going to be doing this year. Um, one of them is we're partner with ICOM. Uh, they're going to be sponsoring our special event station. Uh, so if you want to check out the new 7610 and a 9700, that will be in our special event station during Hamcation so people can come check it out. And one of the other big things we're doing this year is we're partnering with hamstudy.org and exam tools, and we will be doing uh, 100% paperless exams at Hamcation. Uh, so when you come in, you'll pre-register, uh, you'll come in, pick up a tablet, um, put your information in. You will take the exam on the tablet. Everything is graded electronically, and um, pretty much you leave. Uh, so that's one of two things that's coming up that's going to be uh, exciting for Hamcation in 2022. Wow, that's that's a cool idea to have uh, have that, and and you know makes the grading that much quicker, and. Uh, and keep from uh, passing papers back and forth. So that, that's a, a great idea. So sounds like uh, things are, are progressing uh, pretty well there. Uh, and then we go to uh, Michael Coulter, WHCI, for for the, the big one, which is, is now just up the road from me. Uh, so how are things coming along? I know I know planning Hamvention is, is a year-round thing no matter what. 
Absolutely. Um, let me say a few things first. I want to uh, say hello and a thank you to our 700 plus volunteers. And um, I'm happy to, to be uh, sort of representing them on this program. And Mark, congratulations to you and your team for an absolutely outstanding event in the face of uh, a whole lot of issues when the uh, variant was really rearing its face there. And uh, you guys marched ahead with it anyway. <clears throat> and um, Michael, I am absolutely looking forward to coming down to Hamcation um, <clears throat> and uh, it should be a, another wonderful event. And uh, sounds like you're really doing some new innovative things. And Neil, to you, thanks for having us on the program and doing this together. And, and um, congratulations to you, Neil, on all the great work that you've done with Yoda. Now, as far as uh, Hambenchen goes, you know, we, we have uh, 30,000 plus people that usually show up <laughs> and it's growing. Uh, we have already had several meetings doing a whole lot of things right now um, in preparation for it. One of the exciting things is, you know, there's a a building there where we have um, a lot of the youth activities and presentations and uh, that building's now air conditioned and we worked to make that happen between uh, the Dayton Amateur Radio Association and the uh, <clears throat> Green County Expo Center. So we're pretty excited about that um, to have some air conditioning in there and the, the lighting's been upgraded in several of the buildings. There's some New fans, the uh, air movement, air movement equipment has all been updated, and that's that's a big deal, you know, to, to move that air through there. Um, so I, I think that uh, as we move along, there'll be more and more exciting things that we will reveal. Um, and and um, you know, having lost Hambenchen for two years is, well, it's almost unthinkable, and but it happened, and but we had to do that because there's. So much forward planning, and our event is very international in, in nature. And at that time, we weren't able to have people coming in from uh, all over the world. who couldn't even come in from Canada. So uh, we knew that, and we knew that planning was going to be, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people were still questioning back at, at the time. So we had to uh, cancel uh, relatively early to give people a chance to um, – to make plans and not spend a lot of money at that time. By the way, I also want to thank WTWW for their work in, in getting the, your programs out, Neil. So uh, uh, back to you, Neil. Okay. Well, you know, that's a great uh, update and sounds like uh, the fairgrounds has uh, taken advantage of some of the downtime to, to make some upgrades. And, uh, and yeah, I, I know the uh, air conditioning was, uh, so loud in the youth forum, we couldn't couldn't hear a lot of times, and and so it sounds like that's been rectified now. So that's uh, that's great news. Uh, Mark, uh, let's let's uh, Mark Brown, let's let's uh, shift the focus here a little bit to twenty twenty two. You're you're probably still um, uh, balancing the books and and everything else. I know. I just I just finished that with Yoda. Uh, and that was in July. So, uh, I'm sure you're still, uh, kind of wrapping things up from last year, but, uh, you know, I know you've already made some progress on next year. Uh, yeah, Neil, we, uh, we looked at, uh, how we did this year. Uh, we didn't lose too much. Um, as, as, uh, as a ham fest, we try to operate as a, on a break even basis. Uh, what we, what we bring in, uh, 
we, you know, goes out basically to uh, to support not just the event, but uh, you know the, the local clubs that uh, that the volunteers are involved with, and uh, and various amateur radio uh, uh, beneficiaries. We uh, we had a, a, a lowered attendance this year. Um, uh, I think we're 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 pleased to say that we had four thousand sixty nine uh, this year, four thousand sixty nine attendees. Uh, versus the 5,088 uh, two two years ago in 2019, uh, I would consider that a win. Uh, the fact that we didn't lose too much, uh, we still we're still solvent. We're we're able to uh, we've got enough seed money to uh, uh, to to uh, to have the Hamfest next year, and uh, so we're we're happy for that. But uh, we don't have an exact figure yet. It's it's a little too early. The financial people are are still uh, tallying up the books. But uh, to a comment that uh, uh, Michael Colley made, um, we uh, we lost three out of 125 uh, volunteers uh, due to uh, the Delta variant. Uh, their concern uh, after after signing up to uh, to help us with the event. Uh, um, they uh, they backed out, so uh, that's that's a metric that I wanted to share with the other uh, uh, Hamvention and Hamcation planners. That uh, we uh, there were there weren't as many as we feared that uh, that backed away from helping because uh, they they really did want to uh, see this event succeed, and so a lot of our a lot of our volunteers did show up. They were there for the party. Uh, some folks wore masks, some not. It was a it was a personal choice, and so uh, we. We're, we're thankful that uh, it, it it was uh, it was a successful and safe event. Well, you know, it, there's a lot of tough decisions, and and none of these decisions have been easy. It's uh, you know, do we go ahead? Do we not? And then you kind of got got caught in the middle of okay, we, we're already past uh, the point of no return here, and so we got to go with it, and uh, and. You know, I'm sure, uh, you know, great efforts were, were, were taken to make sure that uh, it was as safe as possible and and you were able to come up with something. And, yeah, I, I'd say, you know, what is that about a, well, I don't, can't do the math in my head, but but the percentage there is, is not too not too bad, really, considering what's going on uh, that you lost in attendance. So um, sounds sounds good. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little more uh, with these three, and we're going to open up the phone line so you can give us a call at 859-982-7373 or tweet us or type in your comments um, on Spreaker, and uh, we'll answer some questions when we come back after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. PL-259s? Anywhere? No, I haven't. Come on, kids. Let's go. There's just one place to go for all of your connector needs. Tower Tower Electronics. Electronics. Tower Electronics. Electronics. A giant warehouse of connectors and adapters for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And they have antennas, soldering supplies, cables, meters, and more. Where do you go if you want to buy a connector at a fraction of retail cost? Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine solder-type PL259s. Get the tenth one for just one penny. 
They make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a PL259. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. I'm Scott, KB9AMM of Tower Electronics. I like the PL259 connector so much, I bought the company. Tower Electronics, coming to a ham fest near you or online at pl-259.com. And we're in the yellow pages under Amateur Radio Connectors. Molly, wherever did you get that lovely PL259? Tower Electronics, pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Do we sell PL259 connectors? Join the conversation. Give us a call at 859-982-7373. Again, the number to call is 859-982-7373. Or, if you'd rather type than talk, tweet us at Ham Talk Live. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Oh, yeah. You're talking ham radio, baby. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Tower Electronics will be in Chickasaw, Alabama on October 23rd. Stone Mountain, Georgia, November 6th and 7th. Fort Wayne, Indiana, November 13th and 14th. Montgomery, Alabama. Ocala, Florida and Plant City, Florida. But you can visit them anytime at pl-259.com. Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at HamTalkLive.com. And be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And before we uh, open up the phone lines, it's time for the Ham Radio Joke of the Week. Now it's time for the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week, the part of the show where Rick tells us a ham radio joke. The Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week is brought to you by QRM Labs. Now, here's Rick Garrett in 9GSU with today's Ham Talk Live Joke of the Week. I like to log my contacts on Logbook of the World, but since I live on a farm, sometimes it's difficult. However, I go next door to my neighbor's horse farm because there's always a stable connection there. This has been the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Garrett in 9GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick. Oh, boy. <laughs> It's a stable connection. All right. Well, thank you, Rick, uh, for the joke, and uh, we'll hear what uh, he has to come up with again next week. All right. So it's time for your calls. If you have a question for the HamFest crew here, give us a call right now. The number, again, is 859-982-7373, or you can tweet us. It's at HamTalkLive on Twitter. And uh, if you're on Spreaker and logged in, you can type in the comments. Um, but if you're listening to us on WTWW or on the podcast version of the show, uh, you won't be able to reach us live since we're doing this here on Thursday night. So um, 
we want to talk a little bit about how, you know, the, these three are groups are, are kind of supporting each other and helping. Um, but I know Michael, uh, Colley, uh, W4ORL has, uh, and I'm still trying to get used to not saying W4MCA, but, uh, has, uh, something else to announce, uh, about Hamcation. So, uh, Michael, take it away. I did forget to mention, actually, we, um, actually partnering with the fairgrounds and actually making an investment into the fairgrounds ourselves at the central Florida fairgrounds by, um, for all of our RV uh, visitors that come in, um, most RVs, the newer ones, take 50-amp connections for power, and we're actually partnering with the fairgrounds to double our capability of 50-amp connections for this year. And um, so currently we had around 33, 35 of them, and we're actually going to double that to above 60 uh, 50 amp connections, all the infos on the website and, uh, what we're going to actually do every year until we max out our connections, we'll be adding more, uh, 50 amp connections every year. So you have a choice of 30 and fifties, uh, that you can actually, um, get it. And, um, the other thing I had was, um, with the, uh, national convention on that Thursday, they will actually be doing training tracks at a hotel locally. So if you want more information about that, you can go to ARRL.org slash expo. And, um, that should be live by November 1st, where you can actually register if you want to take the training tracks. And one of the training tracks I do know, and I can mention it will be contest university. Um, that they actually do at Hamvention. They're bringing it to Hamcation this year for uh, the ARL training tracks. Okay. Well, big news there. So thanks for uh, letting us know about that. And, and I'm sure the uh, RV crowd will be uh, very happy to hear uh, that uh, they'll have some more opportunities to, to get the juice that they need. Uh, Michael Coulter, let, let's talk a little bit about the support i know you you know uh you you kind of host the, the gathering place there that amfinchin for everybody to kind of get together and, and shoot some ideas off of each other so talk a little bit about the the support uh between the groups yeah i guess that um it's not a matter of collusion it's a matter of trying to support each other. We don't really talk about the financial end of things. You know, I've been questioned and I'm pretty tight lipped about our financial stuff as, and the other guys respect that. And I respect that, that part of it. So <clears throat> that's an important uh, thing I wanted to get out. But what we do like to try to do is support each other in ideas and how, you know, problems that we've had, uh, how we see things going because, if um, they are successful and we're successful, that means that um, all of amateur radio is going to benefit. And that's exactly what, what we're trying to do as a, as working together as a team. You know, it's never us against them and uh, us against each other. And it, it, it was that way at one time, but it's definitely not there now. And um, these guys came up, come up with lots of good ideas and, um, it's been a very uh, good uh, kind of working relationship. <clears throat> Mark, your comments you, on yeah. that? 
I couldn't agree more with Michael's comments. Um, you know, when we uh, when we put on our individual ham fests uh, as hosts, we're very busy. Uh, but a couple of years ago, I inherited uh, this uh, this chairmanship in Huntsville, and uh, and I traveled to Orlando, and I happened to stay at the same hotel as the Dayton contingent, and in Orlando, sitting in a hotel with the Dayton guys, with Michael, with Jack Gerbs, uh, with Rick, and the other uh, uh, guys from Dayton, I learned so much, and we shared ideas. Uh, you know, I was new to this uh, this hamvention or hamfest thing, and uh, I learned so much from those guys until Jack's wife kicked us out of the room uh, late at night. <laughs> but uh, it's it was a great great experience, and uh, and then the, the 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 parallel to that is uh, up in Dayton. Uh, you know, the Dayton guys are relaxed and they have extra time, and we we uh, we talk and uh, we we gather. Uh, we gather for dinner. We stay at the same hotels and uh, we share ideas. Like like Michael says, we share ideas. We don't collude, and uh, we we adopt best practices and just brainstorm. And out of brainstorming comes great ideas. And uh, I got to say that uh, it's just been a, a a win for all of us to uh, to have a close working relationship and uh, to know to know all of these guys. All right, and Michael Colley. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with uh, both Mark and Michael. Um, it has come a long way um, since uh, pretty much our first uh, time up at uh, Hamvention, actually sitting outside uh, Michael's trailer. Uh, he wanted to get a little powwow of us and uh, Mark and him, and uh, that's pretty much what started it all. And pretty much like Mark said, every year, uh, pretty much it's hard at our own ham fest to do this. But when we travel around, uh, two years ago when we went to uh, Huntsville, all the guys from there was there with their booth just like we were. And we did the same thing. We hung out in a hotel there, talked to them at night, trading ideas, stuff like that. And then just like when we go to uh, Dayton, the same thing happens there with Mark and uh, usually Kelly from uh, Hamvention. Uh, we usually stay at the same hotel, and same thing happens. We just sit around and talk about ideas, uh, stuff that works for us that could work for them, and even stuff that didn't work for us, we share that with them because it might work for them. Every ham fest is different. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and just like Michael said, we're not out to compete with each other. Um, if uh, Huntsville does good, Hamvention does good, we do good, the amateur radio uh, community thrives from that. Um, it makes everybody grow. The vendors all grow. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, just about sharing ideas. And one thing we did start doing that I put out there um, for a lot of the smaller ham fests that's trying to grow, shoot us an email. I'm open to help y'all. Give you ideas. Um, I do know one ham fest coming up that we're going to that uh, actually did this with Stone Mountain. And um, those guys actually come to Hamcation. They have a booth down there now. Uh, they go around. They talk to my guys. Some of them actually shadow some of uh, our chairmen just to learn. Um, and last uh, show that uh, happened in uh, Stone Mountain actually grew because of it. They got new vendors. They got more people going there. Um, so, and I'm pretty sure Mark and Michael's also open to this to help other ham fests even grow. Uh, the more ham fests out there, the better it is for the community. 
All right. Well, the phone number, if you want to chime in, uh, is 859-982-7373. We are uh, just about done here, so if you want to do that, now's the time to do it. 859-982-7373. Well, I, re- I really appreciate you know all of the work that y- you all do to make these things happen. I know when I'm there, I, I'm usually running around from here and there, and and, and like usual, uh, I, I have 20 places I got to be at the same time, and so I'm just kind of running around. But you know, it, it's it's so um, nice to have things well laid out, predictable. Um, you know, knowing where things are going to happen, what's going to happen, um, and, and knowing that you all are, um, really putting forth the effort to, to make it the best possible experience that you can, uh, just makes things so much easier. And so I, I, I thank you all for that. Well, uh, we also want to uh, mention uh, one of our listeners here tonight, John, in uh, 4 jtk is actually the one who set all this up. So we want to thank John for uh, for suggesting uh, the show and, and getting everybody together and and making it happen. So thanks to John Nod in 4 jtk from Orlando as well. And uh, let's see, over here on Twitter, uh, Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT, says... I'm using my stable connection to listen to Ham Talk Live tonight, uh, enjoying this positive, forward-looking discussion. So uh, thank you, Karen, for listening. I, I, I knew you, you'd, you'd love the stable joke. So uh, there we go. All right. Well, uh, I, I, I'm looking at the clock, and we've got like three minutes left. So uh let me just go around for for any final comments here and uh i guess we're gonna gonna tie a bow on this one so uh let's see uh let, let's go back to uh michael calder all right well once again thank you and uh thanks to my uh comrades hello to john Knott down there in uh, florida and uh <laughs> really you should be on here too you you've done so much for amateur radio and uh, but there's so many people that that operate in different spheres in the radio community, and uh, we're just a very small fraction of it. You know the things that you do, Neil, and so many people who are really putting a lot of time and energy into uh, you know keeping it alive, making it even more interesting, and bringing on more people. But uh, I'm really happy to be here, happy to uh, talk to you guys and. It's true. I am good on uh, QRZ, and and if anybody has any questions that I can help them with, or any one of us, uh, just just send us an email. All right, very good. Well, we we're looking forward to uh, Hamvention soon, so that that'll be great. Um, Michael, let's let's go to you. Um, pretty much the same thing as uh, Michael said. Uh, it's uh thank you for having us on the show. Um thank Mark and uh Michael for being here. Um and uh the biggest thing like Michael always says, um just don't forget about all the volunteers out there. It takes a uh, army to put on these shows. Um from several hundred to like Michael's case, uh over seven hundred. Uh we're up to four to five hundred now ourselves for Hamcation. Um 
So uh, just remember, everybody's volunteers out here. Uh, we're all working for the same thing to make uh, amateur radio better. And um, if anybody has any questions, uh, please email me. And uh, I am good on QRZ also. And um, just again, thank you for everything you've done, uh, Neil, uh, especially with the Yoda stuff and all. So um, looking forward to Hamcation in 2022 and Hamvention in 2022 this year. Yeah, I, I'm ready for all of it. I, I'm ready to go. So uh, hopefully things will, will continue on a path where uh, where we can uh, get everybody together, get the gang back together again. So that that's uh, something to look forward to for sure. All right, Mark, I guess you're going to get the last word tonight. Okay, well, thanks, Neil, and uh, thanks everybody, and John too for uh, for for uh, planning and getting this uh, getting this rolling. I won't repeat uh, what uh, what Michael and Michael uh, uh, said, but uh, just to, to let everybody know that there's uh, remind everybody there's no substitute for these in person ham fests. Uh, you know, I think uh, so much uh, time went on when we kind of fooled ourselves that these Zoom meetings, these virtual events, uh, were uh, were a good substitute. Uh, but to be in a, uh, the South Hall when uh, when there were two thousand conversations going on among the four thousand people there, it was uh, it was hard to describe the uh, the vibe, the feel, and getting a hug from Carol Perry who came down from New York, <laughs> and uh, and the league guys yep. that uh, that were anxious and happy to get out of Connecticut, uh, getting everybody in one place and seeing in person Hamfest again. I'm excited for Orlando guys, and we'll see you in February. Thanks everybody, and uh, I'll back to you, Neil. All right, Mark. Yeah, that's it's always a must. Get a, get a hug from Carol. So there we go. Well, guys, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to be here tonight. Um, we look forward to hearing uh, more as uh, the plans uh, continue and uh, hoping that uh, 2022 is a much uh, less challenging year um, for uh, a lot of respects. <laughs> so thanks so much, uh, for being here. And that is a wrap for this week's edition of ham talk live. Thanks to my guests, Michael Coulter, WHCI from Hamvention, Michael Colley, W4. Oh, uh, I put the wrong call sign again. W4ORL, uh, and Mark Brown in for BCD and everyone out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in and typing in and, Invite you back next Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, you can check out our list of upcoming guests at hamtalklive.com. So uh, for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Well, you came right back to my Five and strength nine. You never once mentioned your weather.